All this. <laughs> All right. Ready? I don't have. What is I think it? It's Thelonious or it's Intro Thelonious. Uh, yeah. Straight No Chaser. Yep. Oh no! Wait, no. That's no. It's um. Off Minor. Yeah. Share your bit. That was an accident too. And now it's time to get far out with your host, Todd Perry. Buck Perez. Thank you, Ellie. And I'm your announcer, Elliot. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. Well, we know who's here now. We, we just did the uh, live intro. That was we awesome. Yeah. Well done, Elliot, with the... Thank uh, you. It's been a long time. <laughs> Elliot's back. That was some real radio. That was some real shit. Well, this is... Uh, this is real? This is happening? This is real? I, I feel like we couldn't have done this the first week uh, we started this show. This is... Uh, well, let's not suck our dicks for yeah, some... Yeah, live <laughs> intro, it's not that tough. <laughs> yeah. <shit>. Easy. <laughs> for 30 well, seconds. <laughs> yeah, we've grown. That's definitely for sure, you know? As a show. Oh, yeah. Some would disagree. <laughs> Who? Who? Know, just, just recent. Who? Who said that? I want to know. So we're back. Elliot's back with us. It's been a minute since he's been here. Elliot, a big-time contributor to the show. He uh, writes tons of the bits we have here. And, of course, you know and love Buck Perez. And I'm Todd Perry. Hey, what do I do? I think we already went over the intro. Okay. So, you know what? I, first of all, we're going to... Uh, on today's show, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> on today's show, we're going to talk about some sequels to songs. Because recently, Billy Ray Cyrus came out with a sequel to Achy Breaky Heart, which is a shit song. Wow. We're going to write sequels. We're going to have sequels to actually good music uh, on this show a little bit later on. And also, we've got some news, which will be uh, good. We haven't done a news show in a minute. Uh, But before we get into that, I'd like to apologize for our last show. There was an audio clip on there of the Iron Sheik screaming. And nice. evidently, it came out a little bit too loud and blew people people's eardrums out. Like the, the thing is, when when you do this show, the one thing that is more precious to me than gold in this world is the ears of our listeners. Because if we blow them out, we lose listeners. Tits. The ear is the most. Thank you, Buck. Has the soundboard. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's also back, by the way. You know what's up. And uh, so, yeah. So we don't want to blow that out. So we apologize for that. But uh, last night, I was I was going to go... You wouldn't believe this. I was going to go buy some alcohol. I don't believe it. At 7-Eleven, I was going to buy some Bud Light Platinums. Uh, yeah, I still don't believe it. It sounds not like you, Tom. And my wife and I, we pulled up to the local 7-Eleven, and I uh, got out of my wife's Scion, and I was walking over to the uh, entryway to the 7-Eleven, and there was a car full of, of teenagers... And one teenager was discharged from the passenger seat to greet me upon entering the 7-Eleven. And, you know, he looked to be about, you know, 18, 19 years old. Right. And he says, sir, are you 21? <laughs> <laughs> trying to class it up. Yeah. Trying to class it up. Yeah. Sir, like he, yeah. was, like he was trying to sell me newspapers. Hello, sir. Hello, governor. Yeah, was he putting on an accent? Because that would have been awesome. Yeah, he was. I think he was putting on a white guy accent. <laughs> fake, faking the funk, huh? Well, yeah. you know, it's it's that move where I think sometimes people, uh, when when they approach a white guy, they talk to him like a white guy. Like sometimes, like when white guys hang around a bunch of brothers, they sit and adopt like black mannerisms, just like mm. just because it's obnoxious, but they do that. Like, hey, right. my man, you know. But this guy was a Hispanic, but he was like, hello. uh... 
Sir, uh, are you 21? And it was like, it, I almost felt like it was condescending. And I was like, uh, uh, I'm 37, dude. <laughs> Don't let the hat fool you. And he goes, uh, my friends and I want to know if you could buy us some drinks. And I was like, uh, and I pointed to the car with my wife sitting in it. I go, and I was like, dude, I'd totally be down to do it, but she'd fucking kill me if I did it. And I pointed to my wife, and then I walked in the seven. Just blamed your spouse. Yes. Yeah, you took that route because I wanted to seem cool, right? But exactly. then exactly, I... <laughs> you didn't want to lose face in front of the teenagers for some reason. <laughs> so Jesus. then, but yeah, the teenagers who had to ask, "Hello, sir." Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, was that Excuse the... me, governor? <laughs> was that the appropriate response? I would have handled it differently. I would have told him to fuck off. I would have oh, really. I, I would have uh, asked to be like, "Yeah, sure. Uh, let me just see your ID. Make sure you're 21." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guy just had a problem going through the transaction. You know? he, he didn't like the attended at Seven Eleven at that moment. He could have at least had like a better line for me than the way he approached me. You know, it's like when you see the homeless guy that has the sign that says "Motherfucker, I just want a drink." Then you give him change more often than the guy that has the sad story that you know is bullshit. Uh, I don't know. No, no I'm not sure. passing out. Yeah, I'm not passing yeah, out sure. any money. <laughs> oh, you're that's you're that. Yeah, guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, I, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Elliot's Scottish, and I give to everyone, anyone, anyone who asks me for shit. I, I'll just give it. To Fuck, them. I need like a thousand dollars. You by got the way. it, Elliot, in my pocket right here. Lobster game's a good game. So, but the, the funny thing was after that, uh, after the guy came up to me, I noticed as I was coming out of the Seven Eleven with my six pack, they had a rotation going. So then the guy from the back seat came out and was like, excuse me, ma'am, to this woman that was walking inside. Yeah. And I think she, he was successful because I saw some money being e- exchanged. Wow. But it was kind of funny that there was like, fool, you fucked up. Back seat. <laughs> and then they, they're just like, they're just going to go and each guy would get a shot until somebody got the booze. And I'm assuming the guy who got the booze would probably get like extra. Like you get an extra beer for succeeding on a level field of play. You can give him at least a 10, I would think. Yeah. You know? It always worked better back in the day if there was a female on the crew or two, mm-hmm. you know, to to get that beer for you. You know, that always works better. My wife, uh, one, one time I was drunk going to the Seven Eleven, and I was no. there. Yes. <laughs> and and I was there with my wife and I started just kind of making jokes. I was like this 21-year-old girl and I was this cute gal. And then I stopped and I said, y- you have any Molly? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the gal said, oh, you want some Molly? I'll hook you up with some Molly. And my wife's like, time to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so wait, can I ask the question? Did you guys ever uh, try and do that? Ask someone for the booze outside of like whatever liquor store? I've never tried to do it. I had a buddy who was very... We had a liquor store that was very good at just selling to my buddy Drunk C. Oh. So Drunk C would just go out and get it. Of course. Yeah. Because that's, that's how he... always had that hookup, huh? Yeah. He always had the hookup at the AMPM in Lawndale. So we're good to go. Have you ever tried it, Elliot? No, I've I've never really needed to. I wasn't like a drinker underage. My parents had a hearty shelf of booze in case I did want to drink. Oh, so, that's nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah we. Uh, it was always better to find a spot, you know, find a spot that would take your shit, you know. Yeah. Like that one place on Western, you know, where you can yeah. just get anything you wanted, you know. And then uh, there was this one place where I remember they asked for any kind of pitcher. And my friend went in and he's like, I don't have an idea or anything. My wallet got stolen. I mean, like, it was a picture. He's like, just show me a picture. <laughs> he showed him a baby picture of him. And like his mom. And he's like, okay. Yes, very good. All right. He's got like his Little League team photo. Yeah, like, exactly. See number 17? He's got the panoramic from eighth grade. That's me. <laughs> yeah, look. No, look, no. Look not, deep. Not that guy. Not that guy. 
I'm in the back row. I was one of the tall ones. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I have a new theory this week, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. But there's been a lot of talk in the news and a lot of, a lot of hubbub going on about uh, the college player who's going to the NFL who came out as gay, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, Ellen Page, Juno, just mm-hmm. came. Juno, she's gay. What? She came out. And so now my new theory is in this new age where a lot more people are out, I feel like, you know, when people die, it happens in threes. I feel like people come out in threes now. That's going to be the new wow. thing. Yeah. So we got to wait. Like one person this week, it's going to drop. I don't know who it's going to be. It's like Blossom's going to come out as a lesbian or oh, yeah. uh, Jim Parsons on Big Bang Theory. No, he's not gay, right? Um, I, don't I don't know who that is. Yeah, so, he's yeah, pretty gay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a thought I had. That Maybe it'll be ripped, uh, Rip Taylor. Yeah, he's never come out officially. <laughs> no. No. I've never seen an official stand. I think I saw something... Uh, Inquirer, and it said Dolly Parton had a gay marriage, like last week. Oh that no, could, I've actually heard I, Dolly Parton. I've heard that she rolls with this one girl who's her quote unquote assistant for years, and that uh, Dolly Parton is the gay. Wow, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. She's like uh, the Oprah and Gail thing. Yeah, basically like that. Like she's had this assistant that that does all her work with her forever, who's like a very uh, pardon the phrase, but can, uh, a, a bull dyke. <laughs> as Buck would say, a bow dyke. Yeah, uh, uh, and that uh, that's been like, and Dolly is the lipstick to her. But right. given country and given that they don't want you know the Westboro Baptist Church outside of Dollywood, they've kept you know Dolly Parton. Keep it hush hush. Yeah, on on the on the down low in the QT. Bullshit, man. <laughs> Spe- Bullshit, man. Sp- speaking of country music. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this week. The whole big deal was that Billy Ray Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's father, uh, he he put out a sequel to Achy Breaky Heart. Just saw it. Sounds <laughs> pretty fucking dope. Uh, really? It it, yeah. it sounds uh, like crap, but it looks great. By the way, <laughs> the video. The video is awesome. Wow. Yeah, the video is like this rapper, and then he just raps, and it's called like Achy Breaky Heart too. And then Billy Ray Cyrus just like sings the hook, but <laughs> the but Billy Ray comes out and don't tell my heart, my Achy Breaky Heart, and then that's it. But here's the problem: he does a sequel, but it doesn't continue anything. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he added to it. Like, what happens next? Did his heart blow up and kill this man? It's not a real sequel. There it is. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Just that, yeah, that is the only response. Space girls and thongs? This is yeah, there's like aliens. Yeah. It's, not, it's not thongs. It's tape. That's the best part about this oh, wow. video. Oh, yeah, there you go. This is amazing. Yeah, so this has changed my life. The Cyruses just change my life on a daily basis with, with, with what I see of them. Every, he said it was inspired by his daughter to do this. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, it might blow up and kills me. <laughs> so this is... How come uh, no one's twerking? Oh, there's some twerking. There's some twerking. There's twerking. Of course there's twerking. Yeah, some of the girls in tape, the space girls in tape are twerking. So that happened this week. So I thought, what if we actually had songs that were sequels to actual good music? Right? So I, uh, I got the guitar up, and I said, what if we wrote some sequels to Beatles songs so, he knows what ha- so we know what happens after? Boy, that's pretty... That's a daunting task, don't you think? I mean, the Beatles never wrote any sequels to songs. They know, like, George Harrison once wrote, Here Comes the Moon. 
which was like deep into his solo career, which was not a very good song, but it was a sequel to Here Comes the Sun. Wait, what about Glass Onion? Glass Onion 2? No, Glass Onion was a sequel. To... Oh, fuck, what is the song? Someone someone will know it. I can't remember. He makes reference. Well, he, he makes reference to uh, uh, Strawberry Fields and The Walrus. The Walrus was Paul, but it's not an official sequel song. So I got my guitar out, and I've decided... Uh, Buck, if you can uh, kind of help sing along, Elliot. I can uh, do. To this. I am a natural tenor. <laughs> so I will do so everybody remembers the song Penny Lane, right? It was this beautiful place beneath the blue suburban skies, and there was a uh, a barber showing photographs of every head he had the pleasure to unknown. There was a nurse selling poppies from a tray. There's a fireman running in and out. And it was this beautiful slice of life of Liverpool. But that was in 1967. Mm. So what happened later on Penny Lane? Let's see. Mm. Let's pay a visit. In Penny Lane, the barber closed the shop in 85. Now it's a check-cashing place where you get cash for gold. And for a high-interest payday loan, it's the place to go. Penny Lane, there's a wino screaming some obscenity. Had a crackhead giving a hand job to a cop. Next to the second-hand porno shop, it's a hooker stop. Penny Lane, a one-way street of urban blight. Destroyed by Tory cuts and Thatcherites. Penny Lane. So that's what happened to Penny Lane. There's real, some real urban decay there. That's a bummer. Yeah. What that's, the fuck happened? Yeah, I, like, not, I like the LSD, you know, Paul McCartney version y. You, you don't like the, uh, the kind of the, the no. Clash era, 19, you know, yeah. 1985. The guy, the guy closed the shop down. Yeah. Became a check cashing store. Cash for gold. Wow. Sounds like my neighborhood. It's a dark note. Yeah. It's a dark note. Fucking hell. That recession over there. But, uh,. Any more uplifting sequels? I mean, this Iggy Breaky one's looking a lot better than this shit right now. Okay, how about the Yellow Submarine? Ah, it's a good song. I like that one. Now, what happens? Okay, so you have a bunch of hippies living in the Yellow Submarine, right? Okay. Every one of them has all they need. It's this great, calmy vessel rolling across, uh, you know, the sea, but it's got to go wrong eventually. You have a bunch of hippies, you know, running a... Running the show. They're they're not known to be the most seaworthy of people. Pure anarchy. Exact anarchy across the sea. So what happens? As we sailed across the sea, the captain's lost his mind on LSD. So our boat soon ran aground beneath the tides in Puget Sound. And the oxygen is running low. Someone cannibalized Yoko no. Oh no Beneath the sea You can't hear the screams From a yellow submarine We all died in the yellow submarine A what? Yellow submarine A what? Yellow submarine We all died in the 
yellow submarine. A what? Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. That one was a bit of a bummer there. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, these are dark. Uh, good songs, melodies, but it's sad overall. Yeah. And I blame you for this. I mean, do you think it's up there with the original, though? I mean, you know, lyrically, you know, I, I know Ringo Starr was maybe, you know, a better vocalist than me, but... Right. Well, that was his forte, right? Isn't that what he's really known for? Yes, his, his, his vocal abilities. Okay. How about, how about this? Let's, let's do one more. Okay. You we'll try on, another one. You took on Hey Jude, didn't you? No, no, no. Bastard. I didn't. I didn't. Touch I, hey I, Jude. Wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Hey Jude. That already ended. No, no, no. Hey Jude. It kind of ended on this great cacophony. Yeah. I think you, it you made can't its, do a sequel. I think it made its own sequel with the length of that damn song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that, that's a song that DJs would take a shit to. No joke. <laughs> They'd put on Hey Jude and go take a shit back in the 70s. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah? Not, I'm not joking. Yeah. So uh, this one is. Uh, there's a song called Oh Blah Dee, Oh Blah Da, famous for the TV show Life Goes On. It was the theme song with uh, Chris Burke. And basically, it's a song about Desmond and Molly, and they meet each other, they fall in love, and they live happy ever after in a marketplace where Desmond works. That's a very nice song. Right. It sounds good. But, you know, that was 1968. So what happened later in the marketplace throughout time? Things changed a lot in England. Things changed a lot in London. Molly became a street drug. That's what happened. That you can find in my local 7-Eleven. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm bringing it all back. By 2000, things were different in the marketplace. Was purchased by a guy from Pakistan. Desmond said to Molly, let's get out of town to live with people who were born in England. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody, life goes on. Molly gets hot flashes from her menopause Complains of pains inside her lower back Lays around the house drinking wine all day And is the cause of Desmond's fatal heart attack Oh bloody, oh blada, life goes on La la how the life goes on Fat men last longer in bed. Say what? Really? Yeah. Oh, well, like, maybe. A fat man or f- fat men? Fat men in general. And now what's considered fat? Obese? Like they lie around in bed all day? If, like that? that's how they last longer if, in if bed? If you or? got a fupa, you're fat, right? A fupa? Fupa. What's a fupa? Fat upper penis. Yeah, fold over oh. pussy area. Fold over <laughs> well, I'm glad they. I'm, bo- I'm glad you both have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goes but both ways. Apparently, you, you've never you've never heard this. Fupa? No, I, I've never oh, heard that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I Obviously, worked. you never heard our Ch- Chubby Chasers records. All oh, right. Wait, yeah. I never heard that mentioned on the Chubby Chaser track. I, I, was I that was a B side? B side. Yeah, yeah. Records. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was Supa Dupa Fupa. But it's, I think uh, it was the track. it's uh, you know, pouch that goes right here. Oh, know, the right fold over. Yeah, 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 so yeah, if yeah. someone has that, they're fat, right? With some people, they can be completely thin all up there. Then right there, they have this big, yeah. they call it the panis. 
It's like a curtain. <laughs> of I know that one. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bertrand had that in seventh grade. It was pretty. The pretty the cool. Texas waistline. Huh? The Texas waistline. Oh. Where you wear, uh, you know, your shirt is uh, a medium, but your waist is about a forty. Wow. Oh boy. Okay. So fat men last longer in bed. A study published in 2010. A study published in 2010 in the International Journal of Impotence Research. These people know what they're talking about. Yeah. The Journal of Sexual Medicine suggests that fatter the man is, the less likely he is to suffer from premature ejaculation. Oh, wow. So so to the women out there, you know, uh, I'd say, you know, maybe, well, don't deny a nice thin man like Buck Perez, myself, or Elliot here. Uh, go for the big boys. What, now, why is it? Is there anything in there about why the big boys last a little longer? Because they, um. they can't see it. <laughs> but, oh, is, it, is that your theory? That's, that's my he theory. just lays it on top of her and he can't see what's going on. <laughs> he doesn't know what. He can't see over the fupa. <laughs> so just uh, like, I haven't seen my dick in years. <laughs> so if you're watching yourself while you're having sex, you're really much more engaged, and then you have you're going to get more excited. But if you if you can't see it. Then you don't really know what's happening. And right. the whole time you're like, am I really doing this? Am I not doing this? <laughs> you're second guessing yourself. Yeah. Or it could also be that if you are a very large man, chances are you're with a very large woman, woman and the both of you aren't that really attracted to each other. So it's not that pleasurable. Therefore, you don't climax. That would be my rebuttal as a uh, thinner man. Uh, well, here's some numbers. In fact, men with a higher body mass index... Uh, we're able to make love for an average of 7.3 minutes. Whoa! Yeah, that's a pretty good one, right? Wow. Damn. That's that's some drunk numbers. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing you don't see more of these guys in pornography. Ron. There has to be some dick in this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, there has to be some dick in this movie. Oscar is out of control. While slimmer test subjects average 1.8 minutes. So the average thin guy lasts two lasts 1.8 minutes. That's about right. So what's 0.8 of a minute? Four, 40 seconds? It's a yeah, long, I think so. Forty-five it's seconds. It's a long time in my book. Yeah, forty-five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you want to you want to stretch it out a little longer? <laughs> Make it seem like a yeah. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about that. Then it's like fifty-nine seconds, baby. The the average skinny guy goes two minutes. So Almost. I think that that should be to all the women out there, whoever kind of feel disappointed or let down. That's the average, baby. Here's my stat to prove. You know. Yeah. Throw it back in her face. Be like, hey. Here's some I'm not a fat guy. What do you want? Because <laughs> with me, you know, once I start having sex, I time it like a spacewalk. You know, <laughs> you just like count it's, it off in your head. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it, I mean, it's a it's a short, intense thing. Like you know, if you saw the movie Gravity, the you know, 75 minutes is the longest spacewalk ever, right? Okay. And so you count every second, and is that's that, that's how I feel about lovemaking. Is that what you were doing that whole movie? You were just counting. You were just watching, going one, two. Three, no, I was four. almost vomiting. <laughs> have you seen Gravity? No, I have not. No. It's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it, the problem is it stars one person and only one person, and I can't stand her. Oh, no, it's a great movie. It's a, it's a, like, that movie was the most intense movie I think I've ever seen. I it, saw it like two nights ago. It was phenomenal. It looks great, but like I said, I cannot stand her. Really? Cannot st- wow. Sandra Bullock's yeah. good times, man. Yeah. You're yeah. like me with uh, Jeff Goldblum. Really? Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I hate Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, I hate Jeff Goldblum, dude. I'm uh, turning into a fly. You uh, you stood on the shoulders of geniuses. Please don't. And uh, you created this thing. Yeah, I just thought he peaked at Transylvania 6 5000. Oh, that was that a good was, movie. That was the shit. <laughs> you ain't come one, but many time tainted. 
Fruit Loops are actually all the same flavor. I knew it. What? Fucking bastards. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Turns out the delicious multicolored O's that make up Fruit Loops don't actually represent different fruit flavors. Who told you this? Uh, Reddit's Today I Learned series recently unearthed a 1999 article from The Straight Dope, which confirms that according to Kellogg's, all of those delectable loops are flavored the same. Oh, that really screws up most of my kindergarten art projects, you know? I don't know. Were you... They were all rolled around like Fruit Loops around, around your neck. Like, I don't know. I always feel that if something's a different color, it should be a different flavor, and it just plays that trick on your mind. Like, I've always assumed the green one was a little, like, like apple It was like an Applejack was thrown in there. Was right. it supposed to be lime? Are you sure? Yeah, I, I, always, I always assumed it was an apple flavor. Uh, maybe it was lime. That's mm. green. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to actually say that I think they've always tasted the same. No? But but if but if you didn't read that would you would you think that I always thought that yeah mm. well you have a little more of a I was not a big sugary cereal fan as a kid uh, the Fruit Loop was always my favorite as a child that was a Lucky Charm oh uh, yeah Lucky Charms are good. yeah Lucky Charms I mean because awesome. you grew up in an Irish family it's a shit <laughs> I guess right yeah be proud eat this the Irish Perezes <laughs> what do you want I was thinking like that was maybe kind of an ethnic stere- stereotype the the Lucky Charms hey I like it. It was really. Uh, uh, it I, was a real shot across the uh, Celtics. I have Irish Spring. <laughs> I put yeah. that shit on. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, so. I embrace this shit, dude. Hell yeah. I like Irish Spring. Except I, for one day. St. Patty's. <laughs> you know what I call St. Patty's? What do you call it? Amateur night. Yeah. <laughs> Try being Irish 365. It's fucking hard as fuck. <laughs> um, we've all been misled by those tempting lime green. Mm. Yeah. Uh, orange, purple, yellow, and red loops. Apparently, the other colors don't get flavors associated with them. The purple ones are great, right? Sure. sure. That's right. what it tasted like <laughs> to me, right? Into thinking they're all lime, orange, grape, lemon, and cherry and or strawberry flavored. Yeah, I always assumed that was a strawberry, not no. a cherry, because there's a big difference between strawberry and cherry. Right. Uh, the flavor is fruit. <laughs> F-R-O-O-T, trademark. So is Toucan Sam just a lying bitch at this point? (laughs) He's a shill? Yeah, that motherfucker. I like that. I like that Fruit Loops are a Rorschach test. (laughs) You know, you bring in your own prejudices into the bowl of Fruit Loops before you eat them. I I always thought it was corn uh, syrup flavored. That's what I always got Mm. off of it. You know, that's a good flavor. (laughs) America's favorite. So did anyone else eat grape nuts, or was I the only? I, I liked grape nuts, but they are terrible on your teeth. They're yeah, so they're hard. Good. They're little rocks. It's yeah. just south of the corn nut in terms of things that oh, shouldn't be go. eaten by people. <laughs> corn nuts are disturbing. Like whenever my wife buys a pack of corn nuts, they're I, still I, around. I get close yeah. to divorcing her. I tell you, you're on your own because you know that's going to cost you eight hundred dollars next time you go to the dentist. Yeah. And there are on dental insurance still there are year long caps. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you eat a corn nut, you're going to find yourself. It's no, sleeping, dude. <laughs> sleeping in the backyard. Um, I was at Smart and Final today, just shopping. The Smart and Final Extra, because now you can grocery shop. Oh, nice. Uh, they have that one little aisle, and in it they have the corn nuts, the beef jerky, and pickled pig's feet. So apparently that's all the same kind of food. <laughs> mm. yeah, that, that all goes together. Did, yeah. now, did you buy the pig's feet? I didn't buy any of that shit, man. All right, <laughs> news. I like turtles. Relentless jail cell farting leads to assault. Racial slur. Oh. 
according to an arrest synopsis from the Cass County Sheriff's Department, prisoners Adam and Loseth were talking next to cell 104 when Adam suddenly punched out Loseth, knocking him to the ground. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Adam said for the past three days, Loseth had been pushing Adam's buttons by coming into his cell and farting, then leaving. <laughs> <laughs> leaving the stank behind, huh? So did they have like, those jails thing where they have like the open middle area and people can kind of come and go in and out of cells during the daytime and then they lock everybody up at night? I don't have a, I don't have a drawing. And so he was crop dusting him? Yeah, I believe the term is crop dusting. This motherfucker was just going over, dude. That's well, you wouldn't want to leave that in your own cell. Now imagine, <laughs> imagine being the passive aggressive prisoner but, that does that. Yeah, but doesn't everyone really kind of love their own stank? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tolerate your own fart. Just say in your own fucking thing. Don't do it in mine. The funny thing is, even though, you know, my wife and I have lived together in close quarters for so long, but she still doesn't embrace my fart like it's her own. You know, you're supposed to become two yeah, of one. That is sad. Tom. When you are married, I think that when I fart, she should be like, "That was good." Uh, you know, like like I appreciate my own gas. Hmm. I don't, and neither does my girlfriend. I am a fart monster, and it smells fucking awful. <laughs> wow, there's a, so there's something rotting and dying in What's my. What's wrong stomach. with you? You don't embrace your own shit. <laughs> Hell no, you embrace your own shit. <laughs> you don't want to smell it. <laughs> have you seen the video? Yeah, I think I've yet to. What? Have you, have you, break, you break your heart too? <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Have you seen the video? There's a guy who they took a surveillance video when you go into the uh, TSA. I just saw that. That's amazing. X-ray. And what happens is some guy farts and they have an X-ray on it. And basically you see just like this huge jet stream, almost like somebody had a uh, fire extinguisher in his shorts and just shot at. And you saw all the shit particles flow out. It's it's just the guy's ass. <laughs> From then on, you will be more disturbed by flatulence right, than ever before. That. I don't want to see that. It's like faces of death shit. He confronted Loseth about repeated farting, asking him if Adam had a personal problem with him or his skin color. Oh, so he was making it racist that he, he would was, fart? He was by? making it racist. Paula Dean. He's pulling the race card. Paula Dean. I, 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 you know, I, I think that's just dudes. I figure there's so much of that going on <laughs> in prison, like... Yo, what's up, man? See Cell Block 104? I'm going to go crop dust his ass. Yo, apparently not. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's a that's a code in prison. You don't fart in someone else's cell. <laughs> it's a basic tetherman life. <laughs> it's the guy like, use the bathroom. That's what my wife always says. Like, if I fart and we're like in the living room, like watching a movie, <laughs> go to the bathroom and do that. Step out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> I get that too. <laughs> but then I feel like I walk over to the bathroom and then I fart in there. And then I walk and it just follows with me. Like I create like a, a vacuum where then the fart follows me. Then it hits me in the back. Like my back just gets like littered with fart particles, with farticles. You think of way too much. Well, yeah, this. you're farting in your pants. I mean, if, unless you take your pants off, it's still like hanging out with you, man. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. But like a five-year-old peeing where you just drop the trousers yeah. down to your ankles. All the way down. Yeah. All the way down. <laughs> Buck do Perez style. <laughs> do it. The report says Loseth told the detective Adam had confronted him about the farting, asking him if he wanted to go to another cell to fight out of view of the jailers. Mm. Loseth said he admitted to Adam that he had farted in the day area of the housing unit, but denied doing so in Adam's cell. He's like, I farted over there. (laughs) So maybe actually he just had such an intense one. Like I said, when he walked, he created that jet stream where the fart followed him. And then made its way into his cell, and then he got hit for it. I would say, like, hey, you know, like, you could have said, you know, hey, dude, I'm sorry, but this prison food. 
Right. <laughs> Fuck this food, man. Right. I, I heard a story. I forget. It was somewhere on the radio that there's a very high percentage of people who claim to be kosher in prison because you get the better food. Oh, like on an airplane. Yeah. The, a whole bunch of like prisoners claim that they're Jews when they go in so that they could get like kosher meals instead of dealing with the normal crap prison food. That's smart. Can you do like a vegan vegetarian option? <laughs> Oof. Yeah, the boys in prison would love you, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you have a vegan option? Get him. <laughs> Is that quinoa, motherfucker? Give me some of that quinoa right now. Far out news. Why can't you share your bit? Student charged with lewd act on porch. Lewd act. Lewd. Very lewd. Very lewd. I feel like lewd is something only used by the media and by courts. Like, I never say, like, I'm going to go commit a lewd act. Who would you tell that to? Or that was lewd. <laughs> I think lewd is just... What happened to me was lewd. You know? Well, yeah, you don't never use that. Lewd is just legalese for jacking off, right? <laughs> lewd and lascivious. That's yeah, what, what is lascivious? Lascivious, yeah. What's the difference between lewd and lascivious? Mm. If someone said someone committed a lascivious act... Besides mm. sounding like a preacher, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> lascivious Jackson. <laughs> Todd, you are looking at me lasciviously. Yeah. Yes. Salem. Uh, Salem State University student has been charged with open and gross lewdness after allegedly standing on the porch of a woman's Fairview Avenue home and looking in her window as he fondled himself Tuesday, <laughs> police said. Oh, who's never done that? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, when in Salem. Light note. Cato mm. uh, Lacroix, 20 of... Whoa, he, should we uh, drop this address? 107 Linden Street, Salem. Yes, please. She <laughs> could be hot. There could be a reason behind that. That's like, in the story? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Salem uh, pleaded... Oh, I'm sorry. With, with these stories, I always want to see what the woman looks like. Because a buddy of mine was telling me the other day, somebody at my work was saying when he was in high school... There was a really hot cheerleader in one of his classes. And now everybody in the class sat in kind of like a, a, a shoehorn, kind mm. of like a big U shape instead of like the normal, you know, three up, three down or four up, four down. Like right. a, instead of like a checkerboard, it was like a big shoehorn. And then the teacher sat in the middle and then talked, you know, like a sprinkler left to right, right to left. <laughs> right? All right. And so I guess this guy was in. She was crop dusting them. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So this guy, uh, evidently there was a guy in class and there was a really hot cheerleader girl in there in her cheerleader outfit. And so the guy could not handle himself. And so he he started fondling himself. So he was handling himself. Yes. <laughs> well, he's doing it over the pants, right? No, in the pants. <laughs> what? He did it in the pants. In the pants. What? So, oh. so the teacher called no, him out. That's wrong. Yeah. So the teacher called him out. And then and then and he was like staring at the, the girl and so then I guess the guy got called out and then he just ran out to like the dugout on the baseball diamond <laughs> and then forever till he graduated was known as the guy who got caught beating off in class. Rightly so. Yes. So when this guy has to go up to a woman's window and look in, now I'm saying the guy's a pervert, uh every judgment should be made about him, but what did the girl look like inside the house is what I want to know. Um it doesn't say. <laughs> but <laughs> According to police reports, uh, the woman was home when she noticed someone on her porch. When she looked, she saw a baby-faced young man wearing a brown jacket and engaging in a lewd act. I would just say Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> like, if she opened the door. She yeah, called ba- police. He was witnessing the Jehovah in his pants. <laughs> baby face is really falling off. 
Oh, this is what he's doing these days. Good career for him. Good career for me. No, no. Uh, she called police who found a brown jacket discarded nearby. Oof. He did it without a trench coat? He just did a normal jacket? <laughs> but trench, that, trench coat is a lot more pervier. It's much more lascivious. Yes. With a cell phone and keys still in the pocket. Oh, they're idiots. Yeah. They caught up with LaCroix. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. I'd like to thank oh. Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. I'd like to thank Elliot announcer Elliot for showing up today and for uh, making hot talk with us and we'll be back next week on the Far Out Podcast